When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Frank Reich and Bryce Young, they have a very, very, and the Panthers in general, have a very, very interesting game coming out of the bye week. It is Panthers versus Texans, but it is also Bryce Young versus C.J. Stroud, the main attraction, the number one and number two picks in the most recent draft. Duke it out on the field in a head-to-head matchup. I'm going to stop myself from going full WWE promo. You and me, brother, this Sunday. Not going to do it. Frank, <laughs> Frank Reich, however, uh, it's really just a just a very off-brand Hulk Hogan impression. Uh, either way, Frank Reich was asked about the, the comparison and obviously the, the decision at the draft. Here's what the, uh, the head coach for Bryce Young and the Panthers had to say. I always said I like C.J. Stroud a lot. I've said this many times. I like that whole quarterback draft. I think they were all really good prospects. I think they're all going to have really good NFL careers. My eyes and our eyes were on Bryce Young from start to finish. We got the guy for us. And I'm sure Houston feels they got the guy for them. That's great. I mean, I think it's great for the NFL. It's great for our two guys. I think we're both very happy with where we're at and the direction we're going. It's great. You're great. I'm great. He's great. He's great. We're all great. Great. Get out of my face. I've I've said this a lot, right? Because because um, you know, in the radio business, you play clips quite often, and you start to notice them. And I'm sure listeners get the same way, right? You start to notice the ticks. You start to notice the 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 rhythms. The more somebody says how good something is, the less I believe them. Right? If 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 someone's like, "Hey, are you happy with your pick?" They go, "Of course I am." You can see them. Move on. I believe that when it's no, it's great. When when we made the decision, I thought it was great. It was great the next day. It's still great. They're great. He's great. They're probably thinking it's great. We're probably thinking it's great. Everybody's great. I'm going, there's no way everybody's great. <laughs> what are you hiding from me? And by the way, it's completely fair. It's completely fair to see C.J. Stroud lighting it up, or not even lighting it up, but just playing a cleaner brand of football and and go, ah, man, what would it have been like? It's completely fair to let your brain wander that way. Just never admit it publicly and never act on it or let Bryce Young know you're having those thoughts. Speaking of Bryce Young, let's hear from him. This is what uh, his answer was when he was asked about being compared to C.J. Stroud. Personally, I've just always been big on trying to control what I can control and, you know, what other people just throughout, you know, in, in all aspects of life, what other people do, um, you know, it's not really something I can control. So I try to be, you know, just internally motivated and draw from that and try to run my own race and, um, you know, try to be the best version I can and focus on the stuff that I can control and stuff that I can improve uh, improve on. And, you know, there's never going to be a time that I'm, I'm not rooting for, for CJ, I guess, Outside of you know, I guess obviously we, I guess maybe this weekend would be the exception. But they're buddies. Let's be let's be clear. They've known each other since middle school. There are pictures of them vibing in high school together. You're never gonna get a misspeak from Bryce Young. I wanted more from that answer. I knew we weren't gonna get it. Like Bryce, you know, 
you know that I'm ready for this. You know that we know that you are a wild competitor, right? I think it's funny that Coach Speak is is kind of hiding how how driven you are. Bryce, it is completely okay to say, I want to be the best quarterback out of my draft class. Matter of fact, I don't think you end up where you are right now if you aren't driven that way. It's completely fair to say me and CJ are great, great friends. We go way back. I want to bury him. I mean, he had to correct himself from saying, I'm not (laughs) – he said, I'll always root for CJ, and then had to correct himself and say, oh, wait, we're playing against him this week, so maybe not that week. This week being the exception. Yeah, you know what? It's completely fair to say I want to to absolutely smash him this weekend. And over our careers, I want to look back and say the Panthers made the absolute right decision. I was so far and away the best quarterback available. And by the way, you don't even have to say it like that open, right? Because sometimes that's ridiculous too, right? Some Somebody gets – you know, you get the Josh Rosens of the world that are – well, was I drafted ninth or tenth? Nine teams just made the biggest mistake they're ever going to make. You don't have to go that far either, but but did they? <laughs> looking back, he probably probably you know all right maybe they they didn't make a big mistake, uh, but I would have been better there than I was with the Cardinals. Um, my point is, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are going to be compared for the rest of their career. I've said it a million times. I do think whether he wants to admit it or not, this one carries a little extra juice. He could be friends with C.J. Stroud. I actually think that might make it even more extra juice. Right? If you're going to be, like, hanging out with him in the offseason, training together, you want to darn sure hold all those bragging rights. Finally, Bryce Young, more coach speak, continuing to grow and develop right here. I think when you talk about development and growth, uh, you know, I think it's kind of all-encompassing. I think there's... You know, I don't think it's just one area where, you know, I, I'm trying to develop, I'm trying to grow. I think think all of it, uh, situational stuff, um, you know, just um, whether it's, it's situational, it's, it's philosophical, it's my understanding of understanding of things um, from, you know, X's and O's to on the field. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, I feel like there's really no limit to what I want to continue to develop on and continue to grow and I want to push myself in. Um, so I think from all aspects, um, from a developmental standpoint, um, I think there, there's room for improvement, room for me to grow, um, stuff that I, I want to con- continue to grow in and get better at. So um, I don't really think there's any just one area that, you know, that is a part of that or isn't. I think in, in all facets, I, I want to push myself and, and keep growing. Gosh, I want to interview Bryce Young so badly. We need to make that happen. To me, that like that's what gets my competitive. I want to get a, an answer out of him that we haven't gotten from ever, someone else. We need to try to make that happen because he because he's so good at the the right answer. Oh he, yeah, he just said I basically w- want to improve on everything because I don't want to tell you anything individually that I that I'm working on. Like I I I, I want to surprise him with a question. Oh yeah, what are you gonna surprise him? With? Knock on the front door, come in the garage. What are you gonna surprise him with? Uh. I mean, basically, I want to get the answers to these questions, but you have to like Trojan horse the question so he doesn't mm. go right into, you know what I mean? Like, what w- what do you have to grow and improve on? He says everything. What drill? Right? I don't. I like y- yeah. y- you have to be specific enough that that you're getting the answer without being so specific that he just looks at you and goes, "Well, I'm not going to answer that." <laughs> it, it, it like it's it's the competitive nature of this business. Yeah. And I'm fine saying my competitive nature. I don't have to hide it and go, well, I'm always rooting for everybody. 
I'm competitive. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. As always, we've got some good news and some bad news. Which do you want first? We all answer bad news. Uh, Dennis, what's your concern when it comes to the Panthers? My concern is... Even if the Carolina Panthers make trades and acquire draft capital, Mm -hmm. that they're going to screw up those picks too. Our concerns are so hilariously linked. They're not the same, but after you're done, you'll, you'll see where I'm going with it. So we have seen the Carolina Panthers so far have traded away just for a quarterback. Mm. Over the last three seasons. For quarterbacks. For, well, yes, for, I guess I would say for the quarterback position, I should say. They've traded away 11 draft picks and DJ Moore to just fill one roster spot. To fill one roster spot. That's what they've used. And some of those picks, obviously, for example, like Jalen Carter was was one of those picks uh, who plays now for the Eagles. But my point is that even when they've drafted and guys. D- it, we did this one time. It was Jalen Carter. It was DJ Moore. Yeah. It, it could end up being Caleb Williams or or Drake May yeah, with could next be one year's of pick. Uh, there, we, we went through the whole thing. It's it's harrowing to think about. But the fact that they have mismanaged draft picks, not just to fill a quarterback position, but the fact that they even used a future. They, they, they used a fourth-round pick. Them. It's all coming oh, back yeah, they, they used a fourth-round pick to move up further in the third round to draft DJ Johnson, a project player who's like six months younger than Brian Burns. It's like it's just the their mismanagement of draft picks and things like that have not been very good for a team that needs players. They continue to waste picks. So my concern is that even if they do trade players away to actually acquire some draft picks, that they're just going to waste those. This is the hilarious part. Your concern is that they could trade for draft picks and and kind of do the right thing now, mm-hmm. and it won't end up being the right thing because they'll poorly execute the the dismount. Yeah, like they'll use those picks to trade up for one guy. My concern is that they won't trade anyone. Oh, okay. Which is they won't even get to the point that you think they're like, they, we're watching a balance beam routine, and you're saying they're going to fall when they jump off the beam. I'm going when they're just doing the little wrist flicks, walking around, doing the little prancy thing down the, the balance beam. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Uh, they're going to fall. <laughs> like, I don't even think they're going to get to the end. I think they have to they have to sell. They are the definition of sellers at the deadline, right? They are dead last. And only one team is within one game of them in the entire NFL. Right? There's only one one uh, win team and they're a zero win team. So, you're a seller. You are a seller at the deadline and despite the fact that you're 0 and 6, you actually have some things on your roster that people will buy, right? You actually have some players that that someone will give up picks for that you that you don't have as part of your core. Right? I'm fine with keeping like a Derek Brown, obviously a Bryce Young. Like if there's young players you like that you have under contract or you plan to have under contract, by all means, keep them. If you have older players that are not going to help either Bryce Young develop now or help the team once you're ready to compete, 
sell, sell, sell. Like, like do what you got to do. And if you don't do that, you won't even get the opportunity to mess it up like Dennis said. Yeah. Right? You won't even get the opportunity to take draft picks that aren't good. <laughs> like, at least a bad draft pick has a chance. If you don't make the trade, Frankie Louvu, uh, uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., DJ Chark, all of these guys on the end of their contracts, they're just going to walk this offseason, and you're not going to get anything for them. Heck, might tag Brian Burns. He'll hold out. Who knows what's, what that situation will end up in. But my point is be active at the deadline and not active like, you know, exchanging. Just sell. Don't take store credit. Just sell. All right, let's get to the optimistic part of cons and cons. Oh, okay. That's the concerns. Let's get to the confidence. Dennis, what are you confident in when it comes to the Panthers? I'm confident that coming out of the bye week with Thomas Brown as the offensive coordinator – that we're going to see something different on offense, that we're actually going to see just some basic concepts like, I don't know, a pre-snap motion, just little things like that that are actually going to help Bryce Young in terms of reading the defense. I actually, I'm confident that we're actually going to see a bit more tempo to the game. I'm more, I'm confident that we're actually going to see Thomas Brown allowing Bryce Young to actually open up and throw the ball down the field. One of the my, my biggest regrets from my college career at the University of Delaware, and I've talked with other former college quarterbacks about this, is that we didn't motion every play. Because I will admit, motion is annoying as a player, right? Having to time it up properly, get the snap at the right time. I mean, just getting everybody lined up is sometimes, you know, you got to be a traffic cop out there. No, you get over here. So to get everybody lined up with time on the play clock to, to – but when you watch a team like the Dolphins just have motion on 80-plus percent of their plays and how you get the answers to the test before you take the test, mm-hmm. you can you learn so much about the defense pre-snap. They can't disguise it a lot of times when you're dealing with motion and free releases, it, it, which got I got kind of nerdy there for a second. But just know this. The best offenses in the NFL utilize motion. You can deduce it in reverse that way, right? Go look at the teams that are good on offense. Go look at how much they motion. Then go look at the teams that are bad on offense and look how rarely they motion. And it's like, you know what? I think I'm going to mimic the good teams. If Thomas Brown, if that's his only adjustment, if he goes in and takes over a Frank Reich offense and goes, you know what? We're going to call the exact same plays, but we're going to do it by lining up in different formations and using an aggressive motion. I'll love it. I'll go, hey. That's that's a, a, a simple, you could get it done on a bye week style adjustment that makes everything different. You talk about the the big-time offenses. What's the biggest offense or most explosive offense we've, we've seen in the NFL so far this season? Who would you say? Dolphins. Okay. Miami Dolphins run a league high 77% of its plays with a player in motion at the snap. This is according to data from True Media and Pro Football Focus. Mm-hmm. Also, 27 of the 31 offensive touchdowns that the Miami Dolphins have scored this season, a player was moving at the snap. Exactly. Like, just work backwards from there. Yeah. Right? You don't have to go, what's the best way for our offense to work? Go look at the good offenses. Yeah. That that mad scientist up there, Mike McDaniel, you don't, you don't have to, you know, be all kooky and quirky at your press conferences like he does, but you can learn something from his offense. I, I, I genuinely, I wish we would have done more of it when I played. The Dolphins also average 8.1 yards per play when they use pre-snap motion. I mean, that that's a college stat. 
Yeah. That feels like it's stupid. That feels like a, a Chip Kelly at Oregon stat or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Really does actually. All right. Uh by the way, you like those those Panther takes from Dennis Cox, check out the Panthers Playbook podcast. He's new a co host with uh Chris Lee. What'd you say? It's a new episode out. New episode out now. Uh everywhere podcasts can be found and the ninety nine nine YouTube page. Uh my confidence I, I said three weeks ago. That until he gets knocked off the throne of confidence, I am uh, I'm sticking here. Adam Thielen. He is yeah. who I'm confident in. He has been great basically every time they've gone out. He's been a safety blanket for Bryce Young while also being the, the most electric big play threat for the, the Panthers. He has been maybe the best free agent signing in, in I would say, the division, maybe up there in the league. Um, and he's 33 years old, and he's winding back the clock. He's he's on pace for a Pro Bowl season. Adam Thielen is who I'm confident in, and until someone or something knocks him off the throne, he sits on the throne of confidence. 